Hello, Patronum. Hi. And this here is my companion. Um, what's your name again? Your name's Gwen. I'm Luca. <laughs> wait, I'm wait, what? You said yeah, you were I'm, Luca. I, sorry. <laughs> so. The day we're going to be talking serious on the baseline. So, just like a quick short trick for that. I swear I'm awake. I swore I got nine hours of sleep yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, just a quick trigger warning for anyone who has some, you know, there will be some stories that might trigger something. I don't know. I'm not an expert. So if you feel like something's going to trigger something, just turn off our podcast, please. I just want to say that. So. Yeah, um, we'll be talking today about Dementors um, and um, sort of the connection on how they were made and um, on depression. So if you're, um, you know, not wanting to listen to those matters, I completely understand. Um, just feel free to turn off and listen to maybe a little bit more cheery of an episode. <laughs> like Daisies and Dopamine. Yes. Best place to go to for a cheery episode. Like, go listen to their potato episode. You'll be laughing for the rest of the day. <laughs> like, I was laughing that entire episode. I couldn't stop laughing. Um, but yes, that's what we're doing today. Just a quick reminder, and I'm so happy it's been done. We do have Instagram. It's Yay! the Totally Cannon Pod. It's, it's, it's so amazing. We finally have it. Um. Yes, we're only at 80 followers, and I would like it to be at 100 by the end of the month, but, you know, take as slow as possible as you need. I don't care. (laughs) And at present, Gwen is heading um, up that part, so we'll have um, bits of her lovely art on it and updates on episodes and everything. Yes, most of my art might hint to the next episode. I did post a Star Wars thing for this month because, you know, there was May the 4th, and, you know, you always have to post something about May the 4th. May the 4th be with you. Yeah. So, happy, you know, late, happy May the 4th be with you. Unfortunately, my Jedi training is not going too well. It rained all day. <laughs> it rained all day. <sighs> but, anyway. All right. So, on to our subject. Mm-hmm. So, um, Dementors. So, what's your what's your sort of take on them, Gwen? Uh, well, as they are descriptive in Harry Potter, they're called to like suck all the bad feeling, like all the good feeling out of you and make you feel meh, yeah, and bad about yourself. That is very true. If if there was such thing as real Dementors, which there is, technically, it's called your brain um i know that well (laughs) but yes that's that's basically it's just like you know it's like i don't even know how to put it it's dementors like they take all the good fling out of you and then like they freeze everything around you like you know how when they walk past everyone it like the like the flowers freeze and everything and like iced up you know what I mean? Because yeah. I want you to be, like, scared. I don't know. Anyway. Very, very creepy. 
that was half the reason my mom didn't want me to watch the Prisoner of Azkaban until I was about 11. Because I had started watching all the series about 9. But she didn't want me to watch that one until I was 11, so. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the first time I watched it. For some reason, they were... <sighs> They were really creepy, but I think I was young enough not to really connect it with anything or think about how really, really creepy they were. Mm-hmm. Granted, I like watched Lord of the Rings and all of that, <laughs> where they would like literally be killing orcs uh, See, my gruesomely. Parents, <laughs> my parents um, won't let me watch this one Indiana Jones movie because it's so creepy. Like something, oh. something about people. From the dead coming back to life and like chasing them or something. See, I, they... can't, I can't remember which one. There's one that's really creepy. I know, and they won't let me watch it till I'm like 17 because it's that creepy in their defense. And I'm like, I can take it. I can take it. I've watched Harry Potter. I've watched what's it <laughs> called? Oh, Doctor Who. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. She's like, no, it's way too creepy for you. <laughs> anyway. Um, so random facts, the Dementor, like, the word is, um, it's sort of, isn't it something from, like, uh, Latin or something? Yes, so it's, it can be also be used as a word for, like, a fearsome creature, and it comes from the Latin daemons, um, which mm-hmm. it means insane. Wow. And you know how they, like suck all the human happiness out of you and there's like I don't know if it's verified or anything but they might actually be unknown in like tropical regions because they can't live there Mm. it's like too warm for them Oh, which I think is interesting that's interesting (laughs) (laughs) yeah how JK always put it like how JK Rowling always put it and bro does my brother hate JK Rowling but um, had JK put it as Dementors were her bad feelings or her, you know, depression and stuff. That's how she put it. That's how that's how she wanted to put it into her story, but she didn't want to put it in like this most noticeable way. You know? What yeah. I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, it was a it, it's technically like a kids book, so I understand it's, that. But it's a very uh, unique. It's yeah, very unique. A very unique take on it. Like, um, apparently she was, um. Before writing Harry Potter, she was diagnosed with clinical depression. Like she oh. had gotten, she had gotten divorced. Um, yeah, she. You know, I read like her life biography is. Like she was going through a rough time, and um, then kind of wrote Harry Potter. I believe sort of during that hard time, and then. And it's kinda, like- it's kind of like an outlet of somewhere to go, somewhere to escape to, like your own little world of imagination. Which she yeah. was very, had a very good world of imagination. <laughs> now it's everyone's world of imagination. <laughs> yeah. Which I thought that was an interesting way to sort of like yeah. output that experience mm-hmm. into your writing. Um,. Getting more into, like, so this month is mental health awareness. awareness. Yes. Um, By the way, Gwen, are you aware of mental health? (laughs) 
Of course I am. Yeah, me too. You, you, you know, you know, I have a brother who has mental health issues, so <laughs> I'm fully aware of it. So as yes. far as Dementors being connected to depression, what's your, uh, I know you, like, we, I think we both, like, read up on it. I have a thing of little facts that I wrote um, next to me, but, um. I didn't write anything. I just mentally kept notes on my. Keep it in your brain. Brain. That's because those Ravenclaws have those little, like, slots in our brains where we can just store things. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, it's like remembering dance choreography. You have that one little slot where it just stays. You have to remember that. Forever. Little compartment. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, also, another thing uh, with Dementors, like, um... You know how there are so many protection, there are many protection spells and different um, defense spells in Mm -hmm. um, the wizarding world. But as far as Dementors, the kind that we only really get to know, or even maybe the only one that exists, um, is is Expecto Patronum. Patronum, Which Um, means in Latin, I expect a guardian. Yeah, and it's I think I think it's ironic because it's um you know with depression it's it's very hard to like overcome yeah. and live with that and the sort of maybe not irony because she probably meant this on and intentionally that there's really only one spell and it's very hard to do and you are um a very strong person to even survive an account, like a very close account with a Dementor that's trying to get you or you're mm-hmm. trying to defend yourself from. Eat chocolate. Eat, Eat chocolate. It does oh, help. Yeah. Like it with, does help. Has endorphins. It does help. Stuff. Like It does help in real life. Like, no kidding. If you're feeling really down one day, especially when you're feeling like the worst and you feel like you're not having the most amazing life right now. Go eat some chocolate. Just it, it, it works. I was having this horrible day with math. Like I was learning this new concept and everything, and I was I was just done, and I was so upset, and I was so done with everything. And my dad's like, "Here's some chocolate," and it, and they were like, so they were like these Reese's cups, but they had marshmallow inside them Ooh. instead of, and, and I ate those, and then I felt all better again. It was like. It really works. It's real magic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely eat chocolate. Don't eat too much, but like 100% eat chocolate. Eat dark chocolate. Eat milk chocolate. Eat mint chocolate. Have you tried mint chocolate? It's delicious. Mm, I think I've maybe had it. It's been a while. Yeah. What, what's your favorite chocolate? What should we recommend? Um, I do like dark chocolate, but I don't like like the like really dark chocolate, like the ninety nine percent dark chocolate, whatever. I like the medium dark chocolate. Yeah, because they they say that dark chocolate is more better for your body than milk chocolate. I absolutely love milk chocolate, but then like at the same time, dark chocolate is better for you, and then some. it depends on my mood. I can eat a lot of dark chocolate if I'm in the mood. And sometimes well, I'm like, How are you liking those Reese's? How are you liking those mounds and Reese's I sent you guys for, you know? How are you guys liking those? Because these are 
Those were good. I think the Reese's got devoured and I get, didn't get a chance to have any. But <laughs> I'll bring you some more. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> they were good. Well, I specifically bought the mounds for you because I know you love those. Mounds are so good. I personally hate coconut, so <laughs> I can never eat them. Yeah, I don't. <gasps> Me, but I prefer, I prefer strawberries. Uh, I just don't like coconut. I don't like any like melon or whatever. Oh, I don't like melon either. That I'll much like, anyway. I'll drink. I'll have watermelon, but I won't have it like all the time. If I was told to eat watermelon for the rest of my life, I'd probably pass. <laughs> I'll starve to death. I don't want to eat watermelon. <laughs> anyway, we're getting off track here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, as we know, the recent year, the recent year, it has been hard on most. Teenagers, people, everyone, not just teenagers, but, you know. Everyone, yeah. Yes. It's been hard for tons of people. Um, especially for people who have gone through their own quarantine, like having family members who were, you know, got COVID. Which we both can relate to. Um, and there's other people who, you know, who just had a very hard time. They... they were they really like being with friends and stuff and they felt like they were locked up and couldn't do anything but you all know what that feels like <laughs> yeah yeah the past year has been really hard on on many people and for many people who um greatly i think we all greatly need social interaction and um <laughs> but like for those who even people with social anxiety think that I think they might need. Yeah, like, same. I don't. I'm definitely not a people person, and whether I have, I most like. Yeah, I probably do have social I... anxiety, um, but I do treasure the time that I have with my friends, and it's very important. And I know that. Yeah. Um, my brother has a serious thing with social, you know, social anxiety. He doesn't like being around too many people. He doesn't like when it gets way too loud or something. Yes. But I personally have always been like a people person. I was like talking to new people. And if you know, like if I'm really good friends with you, I'll talk to you like all the time. <laughs> if I'm not really good friends with you, I'll talk to you like minimum. Minimum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, minimum. Yeah, I'm trying to say it. It's not working. And as I was younger in second grade, um, I was totally not a talker. I was totally an introvert. Introvert. I'm saying it right. Um, I hated talking to people because I would always mess up my words. Still do today. I mean, could you guys go through all the broadcast episodes and like you can just pick out every word I said because <laughs> I still do today because of my dyslexia. But half the reason was there's there was like this thing that told me, well, you messed up words. Everyone's going to make fun of you. So if you say anything wrong, they're just going to be like, oh, my God, she's not, you know, smart. Which I am, and I'm in Ravenclaw, so I'm definitely smart. Indeed. <laughs> smart and artsy. Yes, very artsy. Um, so going back to, it, it's been a tough year for everyone, mm -hmm. and definitely not been, um, let's just say, the best for just about anybody's health, yes. Um, yes. whether physical or mental. Um Yes, I swear my mental health went down the road last year. I feel like... I used to be like a cheerful, naive, young child. 
now I'm like grown up. Like, uh. yeah, I feel like the first part I was like, I don't know if this is like, I don't know, maybe I just needed the quiet time. And I'm I am an introvert and I did like it. And so for the first part of the year, I was like, eh, this is okay. I mean, there are a ton of stuff that like really, really suck, but maybe this is going to be okay with me. And then like the end of the year to like now I'm like uh, getting all the effects of what quarantine and stuff and I'm like oh that was not good for me at all (laughs) I know I was like wait a minute (laughs) I think it was because um that was the year with her at my mom's sickness um and then that's when she started feeling really bad and you know couldn't help around the house as much which she shouldn't really need to and that's when my dad was staying up really late just cleaning the house. And that was like, that's when, it, that was like after, like that was like mid-quarantine, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Like June to like September. That really was becoming real to all of us that she really wasn't doing well. And everyone in my family, except for my older brothers who refused to admit it, calls me the responsible one. But I'm not bragging, bro. I don't like being called a responsible one because I don't think I am. But with that being there, then after that, I was like, I don't want my dad to stay up all night just cleaning up our messes. So I just would break down because I was feeling like I was being useless in the way of helping others. So, yeah. Yeah. But now it's, well, it's sort of better. We're still technically in quarantine. And I know we all each have our own struggles. And obviously, um, your mom being sick hasn't gone away or anything. And we each have our own things, but it's we're still technically in quarantine in a way for at least for us. I don't know about you guys. We are still in quarantine. I mean, I still have to go to dance class and stuff, but yeah, I just go to work. <laughs> Yay. Work's so much fun. Yay. <laughs> um, going towards like quarantine has been a big effect on all of us, but I feel like, um, going towards more like in general mental health like uh mm-hmm. not just with quarantine but um with like life you know school yeah and life and stuff. school and then and dance or whatever you do for like an activity in your life you know what I mean yeah and then um like sort of s- like social and cultural norms where you don't really, you're not really recognized for, like, speaking out about your feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you've ever had that, like, people are, I don't know, when you've said something that's, like, you just talking about your feelings and then people are, like, I don't know, really uncomfortable because that's not, like, quote-unquote normal or not okay mm-hmm. or that goes into a certain spot, you know? Mm-hmm. Um. Which I don't think is entirely healthy in of itself. I think we had that even before quarantine. It definitely didn't help with um, 
being or, healthy mentally. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's, like, things when you feel like you say something and everyone just judges you for it. Yeah. Like, well, I'm this dyslexic kid in second grade and everyone's judging me because I have to go get tutored. Yeah. Like, oh my god, she's an idiot. What? <laughs> no. If I read all the Harry Potter books, I'm not an idiot. Because those are long and and I read those and I've I picked up my mom's gene of finishing books in like three days. That's impressive. <laughs> yes. But if yeah. it wasn't for that tutoring, I wouldn't be able to read like I do today. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Don't judge people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, having different struggles oh. or... Have sympathy. Have em- empathy. Empathy, yes. Yes. I really want to say empathy. As I, I, yeah, I follow this guy on Instagram um, who... Who doesn't like people saying, I'm sorry for you. He prefers, oh, I get that. I like mm-hmm. empathy and stuff. He doesn't like, I, I'm, like, I'm sorry for you or anything. He likes empathy more than he likes, you know, sorrow. Which I totally get. Because, like, empathy, you feel connected more. When people say, I'm sorry for you, they haven't been where you've been. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, instead of saying, oh, I'm sorry. And, like, um, just being like, oh, okay, I get what you mean. Like, I, like... I haven't had that experience before, but I'm here for you, and I understand. And, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Instead of just being, like, sympathetic we're, and pity. We're always, like, we're all, we, me and you were always there for each other, like, probably we text each other at least every day now. Which we used to not even talk to each other before, which amazed me. And we're, like, talking to you, like, in church and stuff, and it would be, like, brief conversations. Yeah. And now, and now I'm, like, talking to you every day. <laughs> That's one thing that quarantine did, though. I think it did. Um, I didn't know what, like, as much about you as I did before. I think definitely. Yeah. That's and one good thing to come out of quarantine. Yeah, and now we're like really good friends. Yeah. Which is really nice. Indeed. And we have this lovely podcast. <laughs> yes, where we can share friendship with the world. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Yas. Yas. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know if you did this. I personally did. But were there those days which you would just break down into tears because the world was so stressful to you? Like the news, what was going on and, and everything. It would be so stressful. Like you, even in your family, like, you know, do you ever like break down and just, you know, can't take it anymore? And you just broke down. Um, yeah, I think, um, I would have, like, these in, like, intense quarantine and stuff, where it would be, like, once or twice a month, where just everything became way too overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, and just breaking down, which I think was maybe not the best way to do it, but... Like, it lets stuff out in a way. Like, if I just sat in my bed and... Yeah, I'm just, like... Yeah, I know. 
Just let out all this feelings. If you listen to like the last couple of broadcasters and now we've been ranting about not getting my loft bed yet, (laughs) I have gotten it. Just a quick reminder if you guys like totally forgot I have this so-called thing called a loft bed. I did get it and it's amazing. But uh, Oh yes, uh, I've seen it. It's lovely. (laughs) Yes, I did put it on Squirrel. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um... So you guys would think that, you know, you wouldn't be babysitting there in quarantine because your parents or whatever wouldn't be going anywhere. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there was this thing called a church. And my dad had, you know, help with church. And my mom had to help with church. And they had to help sing. And they had to help to do all the other stuff. And had help, like, everything. Um, so I was babysitting, like, almost half the day. Um, the kids would treat me, like, badly. Which then got to the point where I'm like, I don't want to ever babysit again, but I still do. Um, but during those times, I would, there would be these days where the kids would be arguing over a stupid toy. And, you know, I would explode or I would just break down. And just, it was like that. And then there was a lot of more other stuff going on with my older brother and my mom. Because that was what was happening at the time. There was a lot of crazy stuff going on. Yeah. So. And you just felt like you couldn't take it anymore. Um, so you just broke down. To tears or anger or whatever. Most of the time it was tears. But you know. Once, <laughs> it, once or twice it was anger. <laughs> but yeah. It was just be those days where you felt useless and wrong and you feel like this giant shadow telling you you're wrong you're useless you're stupid you can't do anything you're not a help like back to you know the last episode we were talking about 22 and the giant giant shadows over her see that felt so mad maddeningly relatable yeah because it was like the dark shadows and it was other people but then it was like just general, I, like, big shadows over you. That were telling you what was so wrong about you and was so different about you. Yeah. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> That's what a dementor is. Kind of like this, like, shadow of depression and worries and stuff. It just, like, makes you feel wrong. Yeah. It to put you in the darkest place in your life. Just sort of sucking away at your happiness and you feel hopeless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. This yeah. is literally like the cheeriest talk we've ever had, right? <laughs> no, actually, technically, we've never talked like this, like, through text or anything. Like, on a video call, just us, you know, we never talked like this before. <laughs> we, like, said, like, oh, this is really upsetting me through text, and but you know, we never like, totally talked, yeah. talked, you know what I mean? But you know what? We can vent about our, about these horrible experiences that I'm sure many, many other people have, and believe oh, like, me, raise, we're here with right, you guys. Right. But raise, uh, your, <laughs> raise your hand if you actually were in quarantine because your family got COVID. Because that was something that was big for everyone. Yeah. That was me. That was and me. You. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I got um, really, really sick with it. It was bad. So I didn't get sick of it at all. 
my parents were very adamant that they didn't want any of the children getting sick, especially my two younger siblings who have really weak immune systems. And if they got it, they probably would have died, which made it even harder not to, you know, explode. Yeah. Into tears. <laughs> um, but there, my parents um, got it and my dad got it the worst and he actually had to be put on the oxygen because he got it that bad. So, yeah, that was very hard. And on top of that, I had no help in taking care of the children, you know, getting them fed, getting food for them. I mean, everyone bought, like, our church brought food and stuff for, like, that was, like, pre-made meals, which is really helpful. But some days we didn't get any. Yeah. And that would make it harder because then I would have to, like, oh, my God, what's in, the f- what's, what's, in- what, what's in here? Oh, there's noodles. Oh, there's there's spaghetti sauce. Oh, I'll make, I'll make, no, I'll make spaghetti. Because <laughs> that's something I was able to make. But. I had two older siblings who could have helped me who just didn't want to, I guess. Um, and then there was the fact that um, the house was a mess. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. The house was an absolute re- wreck. And yet, and but, like, everybody was sort of out of it or, like, they were sick. Yeah. And it was just, like, you know when people are sick and it all, like, it all, like, feeling, um, going back to, like, feeling bad like everybody just feels sort of met anyway like you're not sick but you just don't feel happy yeah you don't feel good can you not come in here sorry sibling (laughs) um yeah my entire family got it and yeah i had three i um my younger siblings didn't get it too bad they like recovered in a few days Mm-hmm. Um, my parents and I had, it, it took us a, quite a long time to get better. And then we had post effects for several months after that. My so, dad had asthma after that. He had really bad asthma. After oh, that. I, yeah, I had breathing problems and my mom and I had circulatory problems. So it it's not fun. Um, guys wear a mask and, Stop um, the spread. Yeah, stop the spread. (laughs) Don't hug Um, people, even though I've done that. Yeah, wear a mask. Wear a mask (laughs) and um, get the vaccine if you are so able to. I know. um, I'm not, unfortunately. I think I'm able to. I just have to actually bother getting it. Well, you should probably get it because of, you know, camp. But Yeah, I'm planning to get... um, like, Let's just a quick FYI, for, like, July, we might be at camp, so there might be an entire week where nothing comes out. It depends if we, we pre-record an episode, and I can't check if it actually went out because I can't have my phone. But just a quick reminder that there is going to be a week in a month that we're going to be gone, away from technology, away from the world. And don't, don't, don't. In our own little bubble with all these teenagers no. that, are, that are all our same age. Yeah, I'm and... definitely getting my shots, but <laughs> 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 no. Um, yeah, I think. Uh, we'll see. I think our time is about to run out. I don't know how long this goes. It can go to about. I don't know. No. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um. Any anything else mm-hmm. to say? Um. I feel like we covered a lot. I feel like. Yeah. Um, 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 um. 
I do want to say we should probably do an episode on like how we keep our mental health in check and how we like check each other. Like, yes. And how we like how we you know you know I don't know how that is it like how we cope with it how we put it in like our like do we write it down do we write what we're feeling or do we or do we talk to someone or do we do all of this other stuff yeah and like way different ways that we you know try to feel better or even like sharing a few resources on where to go if you don't feel well or just you know suggestions like going and going outside going outside <laughs> is nice just laying, like if you have trampoline, laying on the ground, laying your blanket on the ground, and just laying and listening to the birds. That is oh, yeah. the most relaxing ever. Trust me, when I was in quarantine and I was babysitting all the time, while the kids were playing on technology, I would go sit on the trampoline and just lay there. As one of my, as some of my friends have said, just go and touch some grass. Yeah. Go touch. The, that's my advice for you today, actually. Go and touch some grass I think I'll try to but I can touch bamboo right here <laughs> I got bamboo on my desk yeah. I have a plant I can touch it touch it <laughs> <laughs> pet the plant pet the plant gives you serotonin <laughs> um anyway I think that's all for today um Hope you enjoyed this episode. I don't know if you enjoyed it. I think you related to it more than you enjoyed it. I don't know. This is a whole mishmash of things, but um, yeah. Yes, we're not professionals. We don't like write notes and stage the entire thing. Yeah, we don't exactly plan it out. We just ramble. <laughs> By the way, did you hear of <laughs> of Gwen's <laughs> loft? <laughs> <laughs> but yes. That's um, I'm going to say it again, and I will say this. I hope to say it every episode, because I love supporting them. Go listen to Daisy and Dopamine, especially if you don't want to feel sad. Like, trust me, I've had these, like, worst days ever um, during that quarantine that I had. And I would go upon a broadcast, and I would feel jolly. <laughs> so, go do it. Yes. Now, listen to... <laughs> turn this off. Go listen to go, it. Go now. away. Go now. <laughs> go now. Well... I guess you can go follow us on Instagram at the Jelly Cannonball. But the Jelly Cannon Pod. We only have three posts up now. I don't know how many times I'm going to post, bro. I am busy. And it's called being a teenager. <laughs> and feel free to send us an owl um, at uh, jellycannongirls at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Um, oh, especially for us, suggestions on like different episodes us, and stuff. Send us a DM. DM on Instagram too. Oh yes. They're like can you even have like one on one conversations about what you think. I don't really care. Like a Draco episode. Go DM us on that. Let's have a long conversation about what you think. And we'll argue over what's right and what's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, well, um go touch some grass. Go listen to what um Daisies and Dopamine's episodes. Um go listen to some happy music. Yeah, go listen to some happy music. Eat some chocolate. Do whatever makes you the happiest person on earth. Exactly. Um, happy. I hope you have a good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you are. And yes. Oh, happy spring. Happy have a spring. Great spring. Yeah, have a great spring. Well, bye! Bye! <laughs> <laughs>